Welcome to The Word for Today, featuring the Bible teaching of Pastor Chuck Smith, founder of the Calvary Chapel Movement. This radio program is a verse-by-verse study through the entire Bible. And on today's edition of The Word for Today, Pastor Chuck continues with individual sayings of wisdom as we pick up in Proverbs chapter 11, verse 1. And now with today's message, here's Pastor Chuck. So we turn now in Proverbs to the 11th chapter. Now we have come in the Proverbs to individual little sayings of wisdom. Each one is separate and complete in itself and unrelated to the next so that there is very little to comment on because each of them become a complete little thought and finished within the verse itself. So it is extremely difficult as far as exposition is concerned because it says it all. And uh, the, the wisdom is to be gleaned just from really the brevity of the statement itself. And we are in the section in which we are dealing with that type of Hebrew poetry that is in contrast. And in these particular proverbs, there is a contrast between the righteous and the evil. And so you'll find them contrasted all the way through in these little nuggets of truth. A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. Now, before the age of computers and scales like we have and all now, they used to do all of their merchandising with balance scales. And they had little weights, and the weights would be set on the one side of the balance, and then you put the grapes on until the scale balanced out. But these clever fellows would oftentimes have two sets of weights, one that they would buy with and the other that they would sell with. And this was known as a false balance. And, of course, it's an abomination to the Lord. God wants us to deal fairly. God wants us to deal honestly. If you're in any kind of a business, God wants you to be upstanding in your business and to deal fairly and honestly with people. A false weight is an abomination to the Lord. So it's talking about this diverse weights that people would often use. I read that years ago in England, when they still use the balanced scales, that a baker sued a farmer over the pound of butter that he was buying. And he said that 
When he first started buying butter from the farmer, it was a full pound, but gradually the farmer was selling him less and less until now he was only giving him about three quarters of a pound of butter and still charging him for the full pound. And so he sued him in court. The farmer in his own defense said to the judge, Sir, I only have a balanced scale to measure the butter. And he said, I always put the baker's pound loaf of bread on the other side of the scale. <laughs> and that's how I know when he has his pound of butter. There is a tendency of charlatans to, you know, jimmy the gallonage measures on the gas pumps and things of this nature. God hates this kind of chicanery, and, and it's an abomination to God. God wants you to be fair, upright, honest in all of your dealings. doesn't want you to be dishonest and shrewd and, and trying to take people. The just weight is his delight. God delights in honesty and business. When pride cometh, then cometh shame, but with the lowly is wisdom. Now, as you go through the Proverbs, he has so much to say about pride. And it is a very fascinating study just to run your concordance through Proverbs and find out how many things he has to say about pride. Certainly it is something that God disdains. And it is true the man who is proud is blind. The man who is proud has never seen God. There's no way that a person can really come into a real relationship with God and still be proud. Isaiah said, In the year that King Uzziah died, then I saw the Lord, high and lifted up, sitting upon the throne. His glory filled the temple. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell amongst the people of unclean lips. In seeing God, he sees the truth about himself. And so the man who is proud has never seen the truth about himself, which means he has never really seen God. And so there's much said about pride. How God hates pride. Pride, how God hates a haughty attitude, a haughty spirit, thinking that I am better than somebody else, thinking that I'm too good to give him the time of day, thinking, well, I'm too busy to be bothered by his needs, that I'm somehow elevated or above him. God hates that kind of an attitude. The lowly, that is the attitude that is esteemed of God. And so with the proud comes shame. God will bring him to shame. I mean, the next, uh, after our lesson, the 16th, I think we get into uh, more things on pride and all, uh, cometh before fall and so forth. But uh, lowly, and, and the proud and the humble are contrasted many times. The integrity of the upright shall guide them but the perverseness of transgressors shall destroy them. And so the contrast, the one a man of integrity being guided, the man of perversity being destroyed. Riches 
Profit not in the day of wrath or in the coming day of God's judgment. Riches are going to be no profit to a person. How can you buy God off? What shall a man give in exchange for his soul, you see? In the day of wrath, riches will have no value at all. When God's day of judgment comes, the riches that you have gained will be of absolutely no value to you at all. But righteousness will deliver a man from death. The day of God's wrath, riches of no value. In fact, uh, we are told in Revelation that they'll be selling a measure of wheat for a day's wage. A pint of wheat, work all day for a pint of wheat. In the day of God's wrath, the righteousness of the perfect shall direct his way, but the wicked will fall by his own wickedness. So the contrasting between righteousness and wicked. The righteousness of the upright shall deliver them, but the transgressors shall be taken in their own naughtiness. You'll be caught in your own guile and, and your own deceit. When a wicked man dies, his expectation or his hope perishes, and the hope of the unjust men perish. So the death of the wicked, hope is all gone. As long as there's life, there's hope. When he dies, there's no hope. Jesus said to Martha, when she said, Lord, if you'd only been here, my brother would not have died. She said, he said, your brother's going to live again. She said, oh, yes, Lord, I know on the last day of the great resurrection. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth on me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. He who lives and believes in me shall never die. Believest thou this? I like that. Jesus is so direct with people. He makes this incredibly radical statement. So radical that it rivals any, anything I've ever read or heard of any man stating in history. A man saying, if you live and believe in me, you'll never die. Then he says, do you believe this? So immediately he puts you on one or the other side of the fence. Yes, I believe. No, I don't believe. Oh, but it's much more than that. You either have hope or you have no hope. Those who do not believe in Jesus Christ, they have absolutely no hope. When a wicked man dies, his expectation shall perish, and the hope of unjust men perishes. It's the end of it. No hope for them. But those who believe in Christ, what a thank God, Peter said, for a living hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. The righteous is delivered out of trouble. Contrast, the wicked cometh to his just deserts. Now God delivers the righteous man, the wicked man falls in the pit. A hypocrite with his mouth destroys his neighbor. Oh, the tongue, what it can do as far as destruction. How many people have been destroyed by gossip? Many times untrue. 
A hypocrite with his mouth destroys his neighbor. Contrasting, but through knowledge shall the just be delivered. When it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices. And when the wicked perish, there is shouting. So the contrast again, the righteous and the wicked. When it goes well with the righteous, the city is rejoicing. When the wicked dies, the city rejoices. When the righteous man is blessed and things are going well with him, everybody rejoices. When the wicked man gets wiped out, everybody rejoices. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. He that is void of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding makes peace. A talebearer revealeth secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit will conceal the matter. A talebearer will go out and tell everything he knows of evil, of the wrongdoing. But the person of a faithful spirit will cover it. He'll conceal the matter. Where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. I've often said also, in the multitude of counselors, there's confusion. There are people who shop counselors. They'll come up and they say, I was talking with Pastor Romaine, and I talked to Chuck Mateer, and I talked to Jerry Westberg, and, and I wanted to talk to you about this. Well, you know that they're really not looking for counsel. It's that the other three guys haven't agreed with them yet, and they're looking and hoping someone's going to agree with them somewhere along the line. They're looking for confirmation rather than real counseling, real guidance. And people just shop around until they can find someone and say, oh, well, that's fine. Go ahead and do it. Yes, that's wonderful. You know, they're, they're really not wanting to be guided. They're only wanting affirmation that what they're doing is, is all right to do or is the right thing to do. And so in the multitude of counselors, quite often there's confusion. The more you go to, the more different things you hear, and you get to where you don't know what to do. He that is surety for a stranger will smart for it. <laughs> if you say, oh, yeah, he's all right, you know, and you don't know the guy, hey, you're going you're gonna to get bit. You're going to smart for it. And he that hateth suretyship is sure. Interesting play on words. If you hate suretyship, that is putting up your word for somebody else, if you hate doing that, then you're going to be saved. But uh, if, if you, you know, put it up for a stranger, you're going to get hurt. A gracious woman retains her honor, and strong men retain riches. A gracious woman retains her honor. Beautiful. The merciful man doeth good to his own soul, but he that is cruel troubles his own flesh. The wicked works a deceitful work, but to him that soweth righteousness shall be a sure reward. 
as righteousness tendeth to life, and he that pursueth evil pursueth it to his own death. So righteousness and life contrasted with evil and death. They that are of a perverse heart are an abomination to the Lord, but such as are upright in their way are his delight. What a contrast. Though hand join in hand, that is for strength and defense, the wicked shall not be unpunished, but the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. This next one is an interesting, picturesque. As a jewel of gold in a swine's snout, so is a fair woman which is without discretion. A beautiful woman that has no discretion, has no sense. The ornament of gold, it's beautiful. <laughs> but it's out of place in a swine's snout. <laughs> a fair woman, beautiful, but she's out of place if she doesn't have discretion. If she's not discreet. The desire of the righteous is only good. Righteous and wicked again. But the expectation of the wicked is wrath. Now, here we have an interesting spiritual law in the 24th proverb here. There is that which scatters and yet it increases. And there is that which, is, that which holds more than is necessary, but it tends towards poverty. There is a spiritual law Give, and it shall be given unto you. Measured out, pressed down, running over, shall man give into your bosom. He that soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly. He that soweth bountifully shall reap bountifully. In whatever measure you mete it out, it's going to be measured back to you again. Spiritual law. Here it is said in just a little different way, but the same spiritual truth. There are those who scatter, and yet they increase. You increase by giving. There are those who withhold more than is necessary, but it tends towards poverty. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watereth shall be watered himself. He that withholds corn from the people, or he that withholdeth corn, the people shall curse him. But blessing shall be upon the head of him that sells it. He that diligently seeks good procureth favor. But he that seeks mischief, it will come to him. He that trusts in his riches shall fall, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. He that troubles his own house shall inherit the wind, and the fool shall be servant to the wise of heart. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. 
They that win souls are wise and shall shine as the stars forever and ever. I think in Daniel, he that winneth souls is wise and shall shine as the stars forever and ever. How God wants us to be winning souls for Jesus Christ. He that winneth souls is wise. It's a very wise occupation to give yourself to winning others to Jesus Christ. The fruit of the, of the righteous is a tree of life. He that winneth souls is wise. Behold, the righteous shall be recompensed in the earth much more than the wicked and the sinner. Continuing the contrast between righteousness and wickedness on through the 12th chapter of the Proverbs. Whoso loves instruction loves knowledge, but he who hates reproof is brutish. And there's a lot in the Proverbs about instructing a wise man and he will, you know, love you, instruct a fool and he'll hate you and the fool hateth instruction and so forth. We'll return with more of our verse-by-verse Bible study in the book of Proverbs on our next broadcast as Pastor Chuck continues to teach through the Bible. And we do hope you'll make plans to join us. But right now, if you'd like to order a copy of today's message, simply order Proverbs 11 through 12 when visiting the wordfortoday.org. And while you're there, be sure to browse the many additional biblical resources by Pastor Chuck. You can also subscribe to the Word for Today podcast or sign up for our email subscription. Once again, that's the wordfortoday.org. For those of you wishing to call, our toll-free number is 1-800-272-WORD. And our office hours are Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Again, that's 1-800-272-9673. If you prefer to write, our mailing address is The Word for Today, P.O. Box 8000, Costa Mesa, California, 92628. And now, on behalf of The Word for Today, we'd like to thank all of you who share in supporting this ministry with your prayers and financial support. And be sure to join us again next time as Pastor Chuck continues his verse-by-verse study through the Bible. That's right here on the next edition of The Word for Today. And now, once again, here's Pastor Chuck. Now may the Lord bless you and be with you and keep you in His love through the grace of Jesus Christ as we look forward to that glorious day of the Lord when He comes for us that we might be with Him in His eternal kingdom, world without end. God bless you. And may the strength of the Lord be your portion this week. In Jesus' name. This program has been sponsored by Calvary Chapel of Costa Mesa, California. For years, Pastor Chuck was asked thousands of questions. This new guy that my mom married, he thinks that the Christian beliefs are foolish, and I was wondering if that's going to like affect my mom's walk. I'm a Christian. I'm trying to fight the addiction of smoking, and are those things going to keep me from going in the rapture? Is it okay to use your tithe and give it to someone who's going on a mission trip instead of giving it directly to church? 
The Word for Today is pleased to present an ebook called Biblical Counseling by Chuck Smith, listing over 200 topics that include Pastor Chuck's commentary and the scripture references he used. Topics include addiction, business relationships, depression, lawsuits, sexuality, training children, and so much more. To download the Biblical Counseling ebook by Chuck Smith, visit thewordfortoday.org and click on the link provided. Or you can call 1-800-272-9673.